for the 50th time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rewrites. My name's Nathan. And my name is Jacob. And we are here bringing you another mailbag episode. A mailbag two. Electric Boogaloo. In honor of our 50th episode, we wanted you guys to reach out to us with your questions. And we got some pretty good ones. We're going to share those with you now. Well, this year's about time to rewrite the shows and movies that have way too many jokes and not quite enough boobies. And we'll gladly try and tell you just what we'd improve. So come on down to rewrites and hell, what do you got to lose? For this. I don't want to say necessarily who sent every question in. That's okay. I think at the end... We can only rhyme people's names so much. Yeah, we can only make up fake names, so many fake names. But I think at the end, we're going to kind of do a shout out and a thank you to to those that did contribute and then also other people that you know maybe didn't get a chance to send a question in this time but have done other things. Being in our 50th episode, we wanted to you know make it more special, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no, something, I got something you. like that. But yeah, um, so the first question, in no particular order, is there a child, a currently young child actor you think that might have a long career ahead of them? There's a lot out there that I think are good. Yeah, and they get better as time goes on. Uh, I had a hard time thinking of specifically child actors that I know that are like, other than obviously like the Stranger Things kids come to mind. But, you know, I feel like we've we've talked about them a lot. Oh, yeah. But the one... I made sure not to pick them. Yeah. <laughs> but the one that I was interested in or it kind of caught my eye recently is I've become a big fan of Umbrella Academy. Oh, my gosh. In the gosh. last couple of years. So and good. I can't... The, are they ever going to come out with a fucking third season? The, it's in the works. That's what they said, so... Hang on a while. Um, Jeez, pandemic or not? Yeah, come on. Let's go. Um, But they are, they are going to make it. Yeah. And... The actor that plays five, the youngest boy that's the time traveler. Yeah. Or whatever. Yes, he's great. Uh, yeah, and I and I looked it up and said he was born in 2000, 2003. Oh, wow. So he's like 16. Yeah. 15, 16. So, I mean, that's fairly young. No, that's young, a good actor. You know? Um, and I, I think he really does a good job. I mean, he I is. Think a, I totally forgot about it. Because yeah. in that show, I really do believe it's a, an adult in a kid's body. In a kid's body, yeah, they really sure. He really plays that well. Right. And uh, and I think he's a big force behind the show. Like I think. Oh, he, he's the main he fucking a, character, right? Yeah, he has a, a lot of. Uh, he's the on driving his force. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So uh, he's what sets the whole fucking thing in motion. Yeah. So his whole storyline is the best. Is like the that's it, it's his. Even though there's so many stories going on, it's his story. Yeah, and that's what the actual plot is centered around. Is, yeah, is his story. I agree with that one. I didn't yeah. even. Th- I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Mine. Okay. There's this girl named. Giselle Eisenberg. She's from the show called Life in Pieces. I guess she was in Wolf of Wall Street too, but I can't remember her in that. Yeah. But she's in this TV show and it, the the biggest like the biggest names in this TV show is like Colin Hanks and uh um James Brolin. Um mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Wait, James Brolin? Yeah, he's in it. Oh, it's old a TV man? yeah, old man. Okay. He's like a grandpa. Gotcha. So it's like a it's like grandparents, and then they have three adult children that have families, and the TV show focuses on all of them. But the show is broken up into little skits. Okay. So they're like each episode is like three or four. They call them stories. Like story one is yeah. this, and it'll go. It'll just focus on one family, but they're all in the same family. So they'll have yeah. like families that come together. It's really funny, and this one particular family has this really has a really little daughter. And she's really smart, yeah. And knows, and she's really good at debating. So if the parents like argue something, she always wins the the argument because she has like logic behind her yeah. decision making. Like she's like an adult, but she's a kid. She's hilarious, yeah. and she has so much confidence behind what she says. Yeah, that I was like, holy cow! This is like one of the best children. Like, yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Life in Pieces. I recommend gotcha. it. Yeah, it's hilarious. I die laughing every time I watch that. Watch that show. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, and the the kid from uh, 
uh, from That's the only um, one I can think of. The kid from Umbrella Academy that I was talking about is yeah. named uh, Aiden Gallagher. Aiden Gallagher. Sorry, That's sure. a cool name. Yeah. Aiden Gallagher. Aiden Gallagher. What's a film location that's really stuck with you or where you'd like to see more films shot? Would you go on vacation to see a practical film location? Like the Goonies house in Oregon. Yeah. That is a pretty cool one. That is a pretty cool yeah. one. Yeah. Well, I kind of already answered this question the last episode, two episodes ago. Do you remember what I said? About fear. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, when the, people the, ask me if, I, if there's like a house, if there's like, what's your dream house? I was like, have you ever seen the movie Fear? Yeah. But that's just the house. The house, I mean, just the area itself is pretty cool, too. Right. And that's near... That woodsy... It's not in... That's not Portland. No, that's Seattle. Yeah. Well, it takes place there. It's hard to tell where it's Seattle, shot. Washington. Yeah. It takes place in Washington. And then Oregon is Goonies. Yeah. So I've been trying to think of, like, other things that I liked. Yeah. This is a hard one for me. Yeah. As far as... Um, but I kept thinking of some, and then I was like, wait, no, that's just a fucking yeah. movie set on like a, a lot. Like the Back to the Future right. location. That's right. like very yeah, iconic. You and you see it in everything. Sure, but you can't you like go to that place. It was like using To Kill a Mockingbird and Twilight Zone, yeah. Back to the Future. I think even a newer movie. I actually, wait, didn't Forrest Gump use it too? Not I don't sure. know. But yeah. What what do you what do well, you say? Well, I was gonna say as far as like because you might help spark my as far as like a location goes, um, being I guess it, there's different ways to look at it. Like there's you could look at it as far as like a building or like a certain set or whatever, yeah, or like a certain staged area, yeah, or just like where the movie like takes place, yeah. And looking at it in a more broad term, I always, this sounds weird, but I always liked the way that the movie Nacho Libre looks oh yeah like it looks kind of like southwestern oh now you got and me. i got you yeah like it, it just has like a, a the aesthetic cool like dry southwestern vibe um to it i don't know yeah. it just looks like warm and and it kind of, and like kind of bright even though it's kind of drab in that yeah. movie but like i just like i like how it looks on screen yeah and napoleon dynamite i mean this is the same director but like it kind of it had a similar a little bit of a similar vibe yeah. to it and I don't know. I kind of, I kind of always liked that. But Django, Django Unchained. When yeah. they go, when he goes to the, the con plantations. Yeah, a lot of those set pieces look really cool. Yeah, with the, like the drapey trees that are yeah. in swamp areas and right. stuff like that. And the houses look really cool in those movies. Yeah, that's kind of iconic for me too. Yeah. Um. But I was also thinking because I was thinking about I was like, is there other Tarantino movies where I like the the location? And it is there is one. I like movies, and I'm bringing up the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I like movies that are old Hollywood, like yeah. 1950s, yeah, 1960s, like L.A. Confidential, yes, or oh. or even like New York, or like uh, like uh, uh, Elliot Ness with the uh, Untouchables, um, Untouchables. Like I loved that time that around that time frame, Tommy guns and all that yeah. shit, shotguns and um cops breaking into stuff. But something specifically with like LA in the fifties. Like that movie yeah. or that video the rock star did the LA Noir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The the whole I oh, love like the Black Dahlia murders and stuff. Yes. Because yeah. they actually cover that one in that game. Yeah. They cover the Black Dahlia in that one. Yeah. That I like though I like that setting. Yeah, when they can like pull that off, that is even if cool. they do the seventies, it looks cool. Like yeah. with uh, the nice guys. Yes, man, that movie is so good. I know. I, I watched that get, recently. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get Jordan to watch that. Oh, she'll love it. It's it's a good movie. I, I've only brought it up to her once, yeah. but I'm going to see if I can try to bring it. Up Dude, that her. that's that's slowly like really low key. Not to get off topic, but just really low key is one of my favorite Gosling performances. It is great. I like. I I, I mean, I don't. Can I, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's the best one, but like it's I don't know if I don't know if it is. That's a, that's what's crazy about it. I the thing it. that throws me off about the nice guys, though, yeah, is if you watch the movie Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, it's very similar. And to that him. movie Neck Neck Back to Back, yes, it's the same skeleton yeah. of a plot. Yeah, it is. I agree with that. Yeah, it's got Un- a very two unlikely feel. people come together to decide, try to solve solve a murder. Yep. And all the all this hijinks that gets them through because one of them's more more capable than the other. Yep. 
the uncapable one being the Brian Gosling, even though he can do and, the shit. Right, he's the Robert Downey. Val yeah. Kilmer is uh, the Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow, yep. Yeah. But I, I even with that in mind, because I, I love both movies. Great too. Yeah, both I adore both those movies. So, um, but yeah, as far but then uh, to to rewind a little bit, going back to like a location being like a specific building or a specific something like that. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's probably lame, but like I would probably want to go maybe to like Mulholland Drive or like something oh, like that yeah. where you can look out over LA yeah. to just get an idea. Like like the scene in Point Break when, you know, Keanu and Gary Busey are arguing. They're like, let's go, let's go get these guys, yeah. you know? And like the, the skyline's like in the background yeah. and shit. Like that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Just because you could cover a lot of bases with yeah. that. Um, you know, Mulholland Drive, you got me thinking about Twin Twin Peaks. It, yeah. That set that the that setting is pretty cool uh, yeah it, well that's a similar to fear as well like it has like yes. that kind of north uh, pacific northwest washington yep. oregon kind of feel those like big tall like trees, trees and yeah. stuff yeah. um that would be that would be also yeah i do usually like movies that are set there yeah um and, that's a good question shows. i don't think that's ever i've never really i think about it but i never like keep it in the yeah i don't keep it in the brain to like bring it up later i never like think yeah. about it that's why i always my go-to is always the fear house yeah yeah that's always i my think because that because i think that seems like just such a cool place to oh live. i know like because I, I i know we both kind of like that sort of vibe like colorado oh. pacific northwest kind of area yeah. where there's like just really cool elements of nature yep. and stuff but you could kind of have your own little hole in the wall to to live in that'd be, yeah that'd be such a cool thing so all right so here's here's one that you have not been prepared for okay it's from a it's from a very dear listener, which again we will will give all the credit at the end. Okay. In a reality where Earth is completely inhabited by Mark Wahlberg's, the <laughs> Wahlberg reverse, and every movie starred only Marks, what movie would be the best movie of all time? Oh, this is a, I like this question. How would your favorite movie be different? How would my <laughs> favorite movie be different? In parentheses, Tombstone. Also, do. <laughs> Do a Mark Wahlberg impression from a scene from each movie. <laughs> Which okay, so I know that this was a shell just to get us to do Mark Wahlberg impression. So I got a question oh, for you. Yes, please. So just to make sure I got this question right. Yeah. Everyone's Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and I yes. have to I'm imagining I, I'm I'm imagining I'm in Rick and Morty and I'm flipping through the cable channels. Yes. And then there's a Wahlberg verse. Yes. And I'm watching. I'm going through their Cinemax channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And my favorite movie comes on. So, let's say the thing. Yes. So I'm basically that's like my favorite movie. But it, am yeah. I saying it's my favorite movie because there's more? No, 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 no. He's saying. Um, or what movie would I like now? Well, it's saying how would your how would your favorite movie be different? Yeah. So so my favorite so, so without that, knowing the Mark Wahlberg thing, if you were just to ask me what my favorite movie was, my go to is the thing. Yes. I so think now all the what would it be like? Right. Yeah, everyone should. Know I think, the, I think listeners the listeners should know, know that, that about like us that. by now. Yeah, um, that is one of our favorite movies to collect. It's it's also one of mine. Um, but yeah, I think what's great about that is specifically for the thing is that it would make that movie even better because yeah. they're all the same person. Yeah. <laughs> so it would make the the weird like subterfuge of like, oh, is you are you a, are you the thing or aren't you? That is They're, so funny. They are all the same. So it would it would fit actually perfectly um with your favorite movie. And what was, what was the thing that they say that don't they say uh like torch it or whatever what? I was trying to think of quotes <laughs> I, from the I can't, thing. Like, that's yeah, the one thing about are, the thing is you don't think I don't think about specific quotes. I, what I'm thinking in the, Okay, I got one. Go ahead. So my before the thing was my go-to for favorite The Untouchables, which is funny cuz I brought it up. Okay. So the Sean Connery line, I can't remember if it's who brings a knife to a gunfight, right? <laughs> I can't remember if it's that or, it's or you like shouldn't that. bring a knife to yeah. a gunfight. Sort of bring a knife to a gunfight. Something I can't like do that. It. Wow, I so now you got to do really now bad you got to do you got to really do bad Mark Connery. Wahlberg. Yeah. Oh, a knife. Oh, we shouldn't have brought that. It's a gunfight. Oh, you shouldn't bring a, you should bring a knife to a gunfight. What are you doing? Oh, hey, Elliot, what are you prepared to do? What are you prepared to do? Doesn't he say that when he's dying? Yeah. <laughs> what are you prepared to do? God. Isn't that what he says? Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, okay, well, let's do Forrest Gump. Or something like that. 
I'm trying is to think Forrest of quotable. Gump the best movie? Well, that's the thing. Forrest Gump is very we quote. Well, well we part quote of it, quote, we do quote it. What what is okay? So because this, this is a lot of there's a lot of questions within this. this question. There is like how would so, it make it, so is it, it better what, or worse? What movie would be the best movie of all time in this in this universe? Okay, let's say Jurassic Park exists. Does Jurassic Park even the dinosaurs are Mark Wahlberg's too? No, those are just dinosaurs. Okay, but in a Wait, di- it says, but, it, hold but on. it's like evolution came from. Wait, no, no, no. It says okay, so it's completely inhabited by Mark Wahlberg's. And every movie starred only Marks. So it just says it's inhabited by Mark Wahlberg. It doesn't say that every single thing is Mark Wahlberg. Not even that plan over there? <laughs> hey, I'm a, f- hey, I'm a plan. I'm a photosynthesis. You gotta watch out for the photosynthesis. No, you need that. balance. I used to work in a nursery. <laughs> um, well, you know a lot about plants. You know a lot about plants. The, so what would be the best movie of all time? So... Uh, to. I mean, what's the best movie of all time? That's a tough one. That's a tough one for us to crack in this. So let's not, well, let's they, not go for that. You know that. what's number one? On a, it's been number one on IMDb's list for fucking ever. It's Shawshank Redemption. It's Shawshank Redemption. Okay. So should we just go off the bat? Should we just go off and think that's the best movie of all time? Does it being it, Mark Wahlberg's make it, it the worst movie of all time now? Um, or does it continue being number one on the Does hunt? it continue to, to be good? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know. This is actually a well, tough it's, question. Oh, it's Andy Dufresne. Now I don't. Now oh. I don't like the question. Andy, <laughs> you went through a mile of your own shit to come out clean on the other side. Rehabilitated? I don't know the meaning of the word. <laughs> I came into this place a young man, and now. <laughs> okay, what about Mark Wahlberg's? That's well, or Mark Wahlberg movies. movies. That's what I was going to say. I think in this universe, Mark Wahlberg movies would be the best movies of all time because they're about him. Yeah. So. What is the best Mark Wahlberg movie? Is it Fear? No. Is it Basketball Diaries? I, I've never seen that. <laughs> is it is it Basketball Diaries? No. Is it Daddy's Home? No, I'm just is kidding. It Daddy's Home. What's the best Mark What's Wahlberg movie? What's the best movie? Mark Wahlberg movie? Like objectively the best? I think it has to be... I mean, I, well... I know I'm not okay. Go ahead. This is my thing. Let's do it. And it's not my favorite. I just like I'm going through a list of Mark, Mark Wahlberg's in, in my, movies yeah. in my head. Yeah. Everyone hates Pain and Gain. <laughs> yeah. And I don't hate that movie. Yeah. Is it just as I hate it? No, I don't. I talk I, a lot of shit. You are about not it. the only person that okay. says they hate that movie. Okay. But I'm like thinking to myself, do people just not like it because it's Michael Bay? Probably, yeah. Because you're definitely not the only person. It's like it shows up on lists of like worst. I just remember watching it and thinking like too much. I'm, I'm not like I'm not bought into this. I'm not. You know, I don't like any of the characters. The story is kind of just whatever. Yeah, it reminded me of other movies that also weren't good but did it better. I don't know. Yeah, and then yeah, the whole just. I, I didn't know what to do with that movie. Like I didn't know it, it. It just didn't appeal to me. Yeah, I only watched it the one. But it's time. not. It's. I don't think it's the best Mark Wahlberg. Even though is I it, like it. Is it I Heart Huckabees? Maybe that's one of my favorite Wahlbergs. 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 Mark Wahlberg. The Fighter's pretty good. Boogie Nights is pretty classic. Boogie Nights is pretty good. Okay, Ted is the animated bear also. <laughs> yeah, is it still bear. an animated? Is it still animated bear? And it's just voiced by. Yeah, that'd be weird. I think it's got to be. I think the best movie of all time would be Boogie Nights. That's I. I would agree. It's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, I'm a star. So the people he's having sex with, sex with is also is Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg's, yeah. When I'm imagining it, I'm imagining. So when Mark Wahlberg, so. The girl that's roller skating through the beginning of the movie with the really short... That's Mark Wahlberg going through and dancing <laughs> and stuff. I'm imagining it. all these Mark Wahlbergs have different wigs and outfits <laughs> on. Yeah. So, like, he's got, like, long blonde hair in that one. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm just imagining that it's... Yeah, it's just... every Everything is... I'm like not little, imagining. I'm not baby. imagining it like it's the like John, the uh, being John Malkovich, where everyone's head is. 
yeah, Malkovich. Malkovich, Malkovich. Yeah. It's not that. I'm, it's not I'm that just imagining. You? I'm imagining that it's there. Where it's the hair's the same and the clothing's the same. It's just Mark Wahlberg is. He's basically Eddie Murphying everybody. Oh, so he's in like a fat suit for certain times and yeah. old makeup on. Yeah. Okay, I got what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining little babies having Mark Wahlberg heads. Yeah, go go gaga. My bottle, um, but I think, man, for me, how would it change Point Break? Um, yeah, because that's like your favorite. That is my. That's, that's got That's what I'll say for now. I don't know if it would change. Um, Let's go man. get these fuckers. Yeah, because <laughs> a lot of that movie is about him assimilating into. Uh, their culture and their kind of like vibe and style, and if they all yeah, and the part same, of that vibe, it's like yeah. it's the accent too. Right, so does yeah. the Wahlbergs have yeah different yeah? Do they have different ways? Does of speaking? he have a different right? Does he talk like Johnny Utah? Yeah, it would take away the entire surfer vibe. Yeah, because it would. of that, because it would just be this like you know Boston whatever. Yeah, and so you know you wouldn't have the Keanu Reeves like well. It'd be, Oh, so it would definitely ruin. I'm an FBI agent. Point Break. Oh, I bet you would make every Boston movie great. <laughs> movie. I'm sorry, Johnny. I know you want me so bad. It's like acid in your mouth, <laughs> but not this time. Like that's it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like acid in your mouth. See, that's the you need Swayze. That's yeah. definitely that's you Swayze did. saying that, right? It is. Then mm-hmm. you. You want me so bad? It's like acid in your mouth. Like, yeah. What does that fucking mean? <laughs> Like you want acid like, in your mouth? Or no. you want to spit it out? <laughs> no, meaning like you want me so bad it's like acid in your mouth. Like It's so bad it hurts like acid in your mouth. Yeah, it's, it hurts like acid in your mouth, yeah. Like this is stinging you. Yeah. Wow, he really wants them then. He does. He does. Yeesh. I won't have you sit here and break down the dialogue of Point Break. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, but I think, and and to the answer to the last question. I feel like I gotta like, think about this Wahlberg question more. I know. Uh how would how would your favorite movie be different? Um, question asker. Your favorite movie being Tombstone. Um, I think it would be very uh, wow. It'd be it'd be modernized by the by what the be accent. Huckleberry? Yes. <laughs> That's really the only line from that movie I remember. Hey, you said we play for blood. Remember. Oh, you're just fooling around. Oh, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It just—it all sounds part. like it all sounds like he—he's like being like super nice, but sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's in a western. Right. Yeah. Oh, you shot me. <laughs> no, he would be like, "Ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah," <laughs> like, <laughs> like from fear. <laughs> Oh. oh, if I see a man in a red sash, I'm going to kill the guy wearing it. <laughs> yeah. This Mark Wahlberg question oh. is clever, but I, I, I oh, that's kind of tricky. It's tough. It's tough to, like, I think it would. Um... But I also don't remember lines very well. That's yeah, like that's an true. issue. I'm very, I'm more, I'm a visual than like an audio. Yeah. Aud- I don't know how to say that, right? Yeah. Seeing seeing Mark Wahlberg dress up in some of the old, you know, 1800s, like, dresses and stuff like that yeah. would be pretty great. Yeah. And then, you know, him with giant mustaches, because that's, like, all I'm... There's a big part of Tombstone is yeah, those mustaches. Yeah, the huge mustaches. Either get the Facial little, hair is... Oh, yeah. It's nice. Like, a wild amount. And with Mark Wahlberg, you really, I feel like you only get... I don't know if Mark Wahlberg's ever had a mustache in a movie. I don't think so. so he, well, he might have, but not, not, not. You know, Kurt be Russell level. Oh no, 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 no! Like no, that no, thing's no, no, a fucking. I could. I feel like I could picture it though. Or Sam Elliott level. Oh no, 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 no! Yeah. Okay, so what about Mark Wahlberg? Wahlberg's in because I had mentioned Tarantino earlier. Tarantino movies. Yeah. Kill Bill. Oh. Yeah. That'd be a great one. Yeah. Just just 
Mark Wahlberg in a yellow jumpsuit slicing up a bunch of little Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just cutting off arms and shit. I'm trying to think of quotes from Kill Bill and I can And he's dressed think. like that little schoolgirl with like the <laughs> Yeah, the balls yeah. Like around. Yeah. Um oh. even when he's dressed up like that little Charlie Brown guy. You know that that guy that ate the Yeah when they go to that restaurant that that she like kills all the people at, there's actually one of the one of the waiters or the is they call uh-huh. him they look they call him Charlie Brown because he's dressed exactly oh, like okay. Charlie Brown. Yeah, yeah. That would be Mark Wahlberg too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know why my Mark Wahlberg impression always begins with me going, oh, but, uh, you know, the family guy impression on, on, uh, Mark Wahlberg's pretty funny too. Yeah. Where they do that little cutaway thing. Yeah. And he's like talking to an animal. I think it's pretty much (laughs) the same thing. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. But in Kill Bill, it'd be just, oh, there really is a Hattori Hanzo sword. (laughs) There there really is a Hattori Hanzo. (laughs) Kanatanatanta. Um, but the only thing that I could think of from that movie for some reason oh, is, I got one for you. is the part where the weird orderly is talking about fucking the coma patients. Oh, I know. Yeah, so yeah. Just being like, oh, my name is Buck and I like to fuck. Well, if it ever gets dry, I got some, uh, I got some KY jelly. I got some Vaseline for you. These guys tend to dry up. Sorry. That's awful. But no, that's what I mean. That's a it, scene listen. in the movie. That's a scene in the movie. You asked for it. Um, you some bitch. Robin Williams movies, like uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> God damn it. Um, 6,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. <laughs> Why can't I think of any Robin Williams movies? Probably because I'm thinking of Good Will Hunting, and I don't want to... <laughs> you can't think of anything else. Anything else. Uh, it's not your fault. Sorry. <laughs> That's... <laughs> well, hey, him hey, doing Mrs. Doubtfire. This might be a, a yeah. hello, yeah. hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a run by Fruity. <laughs> That's like one of the <laughs> funniest <laughs> scenes in that movie <laughs> when Pierce Brosnan just yeah. gets smacked by what was it like an orange or some shit? Yeah, oh, that geez. shit's so funny. Oh, I just rewatched Dante's Peak. Speaking of Pierce Brosnan, mm. oh Dante's Peak with a bunch of Mark Wahlbergs. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Dante's Peak. It's it's Ber- it's Wahlbergsburg. Wahlberg. <laughs> it's the Wahlberg. There you go. Peter Wahlberg. Anyway, um, that's a great segue to another question. Okay. By the same same listener who asked. I like to imagine that this is all one listener. Yeah. <laughs> who asked, which Robin Williams role would Guy Fieri be best suited for? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hmm. Um, I think it'd be really funny to see him in Jumanji. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. For some reason, Jumanji would be so funny. I, think, I would like to see him with his beard. Yeah, like, but his whole beard has highlights too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's to see what his hair looks like. Long, like he gets you know, out really long ways, <laughs> and then he just goes into the bathroom for a split second and just pops right back out, and it's just perfectly <laughs> frosted tips and like tiny goatee soul patch again. Uh, like, I want him to be like, he's like running around town, like looking for all the flavor towns. He Are just they got, still here? He got Are they still here? <laughs> or he got trapped in Flavor Town oh, <laughs> for too long? The, Jumanji, was, it's yeah. just it, the. It's not called Jumanji. It's called Flavor Town. Yeah, <laughs> that is exactly what I thought of for some reason. That's of all funny. Of them. I don't know rather why than that it one being a jungle. Up. Yeah, I don't know why. And then the person uh, that's hunting him down is like it's like a health inspector. Yeah, it's not like a hunter. <laughs> yeah, trying to get him. Yeah. And it's all like, like it's all like food wings. Yeah, and all that. Yeah, it could be like a mixture of cloudy with a chance of meatballs, where yes. like Flavor Town comes to life and like walking chicken mm. fingers try to kill people. I don't yeah, know. no, that would be funny. <laughs> um, that's so funny. The other one would be the other one. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire would be fun, but then to put him under a mask like, that would take away a lot of his no but it would be funny to hear how he would do the the, the british yeah. nanny voice that's true yeah i like to think that he would keep his voice yeah that's that's what i would does he, I would he think does, does he have any catchphrases i wanted to say bam but that's not him that's somebody else <laughs> bam bam <laughs> but he's he's got to have some but oh, i just sure don't know does. enough but that but that's wow that's good 
<laughs> well, that's really good wings and or meat. <laughs> or whatever. Beef. Hi. Welcome to Driver. What is Hi, it? I'm Geisif Fieris. <laughs> What's the name of the show he's in? I always Diners, f- Drive-ins, and Dives. <laughs> I always fuck that up. Yeah, that's a tough one. To dines, say. dines, and drivers, and <laughs> yeah. But it would be so. So yeah, Jumanji I think would probably be the pick. I do think him being the genie in Aladdin, like and him singing and stuff. I, I think he, he would. It him would be and kind Hook. of fun. Oh, Hook. I forgot about Hook. Damn, that would like put that would like push him to like dramatic levels. That would be, yeah. I think, it, but dramatic levels would also be really funny to see. <laughs> Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, it's, that's true. When he's talking about that story when they're on the park bench, yeah, just having Guy Fieri tell yeah, that, that story. Yeah, that monologue. Yeah, it's incredible. Oof. Yeah, makes you want to tear up. Oh man, but might make you laugh if Guy Fieri if Guy Fieri's doing it. Oh man, uh, he's wearing his shades when he's doing it too. You could probably recite to me Shakespeare and stuff, but have you ever actually loved a woman more than yourself? I like how we're just—I think Sorry. we're doing like radio voices for him. <laughs> no, I know that's all I can because he always has so much energy. Oh man, to take it to Flavor Town, like that's all I really remember. I just think of like, wow, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's tasty. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Little guy. Okay. Little guy. Yeah, little guy. <laughs> little guy in the East what? Side Flavor Towns. <laughs> Pardon me. Pardon. The East Flavor Town boys. Yeah. All right. What do you guys think are the best cinematic grandmas or grandpas? This I, one was a toughie. I love um Grumpy Old Men. Those yeah. two movies. I like yeah. those movies. That's like when you when I read that when you sent me that question I was like that was that's the first thing who you thought of. that's because I think that's it's hilarious yeah I think that's what I always think of as those two actors grandpas and movies grandpa I know one of the shittiest grandpas Princess Bride that's a pretty memorable I, one I thought of him He's I thought of him um, I uh, ones that I, I I didn't want was Grandpa Joe yeah from, from that's uh, what we, yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, don't want that guy. He's a little turd. Faking. Yeah, well, yeah, like yeah. Uh, like over time, everyone's like realizing that he was shitty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like Roll Dolls. Like, yeah, finally people are like really understanding. Yeah, I meant for him to be the villain. Yeah, he's a dick. Slugworth was a great guy. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Slugworth was a great guy comparatively. Bad Grandpa. It's a giant played by John Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> he was a pretty good grandpa. My um. My my, the one that I landed on. If I had to pick a grandpa for myself, it would be the grandpa from Three Ninjas, who taught the boys karate. Oh yeah, and also gave them those kick-ass masks. And he also starred in Tremors and Big Trouble in Little China. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so he is that actor. At least is probably one of my favorite, one of my favorite grandpas. And also, yeah. Being a karate master and all that shit. It's pretty dope. So that's probably what I would pick. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some other ones. Ooh. Ooh. I watched, uh, recently I saw Minari. That movie that was nominated for a bunch of things. Yeah. About the Korean family that uh, moves to Alabama to try to start a farm. And the the grandma character in that one is really good. Yeah. It's really funny. She got nominated, I think, for an Oscar. Would you count Arrested Development? Oh yeah, because they're pretty funny. Yes, yes. She actually just passed away recently. Yeah, she did. Sadly, R.I.P. Yeah, she was hilarious. She definitely yes. was a huge, huge driving force to that show. Yeah. All right, this is a, this is a good one. What was your favorite movie theater experience? I was thinking about this when you came before you came over. I don't remember. I guess it would have to be when I was a kid. Sure. And like, because going to a movie theater now is still like pretty fun and exciting, but like yeah. going as like a kid was like even better. Yeah. And I went to a lot of theaters like on, like on base, on the military base. Did so it always it? opened up with like a Pledge of Allegiance. So yeah. I always remember that being different once I moved to the States. Right. They, ne- they never had ple- like the Pledge of Allegiance right before the movie started. 
which yeah. I thought was I was like I thought it was weird then, but then when I moved over here, I thought it was weird that they didn't do it here. I was like, oh, it makes more sense to not have every movie you watch start with. Yeah, they had like a whole video <laughs> thing. I always remember the Fanta commercials that seemed like to always show up in the movie theater. Maybe Fanta was getting really popular. Yeah, Fanta, Fanta, don't, don't you want, want to? Fanta? Yeah. With the girls, like yeah, um, dancing around, just throwing but orange soda on each I, other. Maybe probably seeing the first Harry Potter movie because mm. I remember leaving and being like always like just thinking about that troll, that big giant troll thing yeah. scene that happens in the bathroom. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that was like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> And like going with my, I think I just went with my mom. It was like me, my brother, my mom. Yeah. And I think that was one of the times where when I was going in and I saw like a, I don't know if it was Harry Potter or another movie, but there was this theater we would always go to and I would always notice like this AVP cutout poster. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Never mind. I have another one. Good. I remember this was like the setup to go to, I think it was the last Lord of the Rings movie. Yes. And I saw that in theaters, and I was pretty pretty little. But we went to the midnight showing. Yeah. It was like three hours long, and I was like, I can't believe I survived that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if I did. But waiting, like kind of like counting down to go to the drive to the theater, we were just trying to find something to watch that kill time before we went. So we were watching Pirates of the Caribbean before we left. Yeah. And we watched the behind-the-scenes making of it. And it was really long, so it like filled up the whole time before we had to go. Yeah, and I learned a lot about the making of Pirates of the Caribbean and how crazy it was to make right. that movie. Yeah, so it was just watching one crazy making of a movie to another intense crazy long movie yeah, that we were intense. about to just go watch. Yeah, that was pretty memorable because I just remember back. like there was a lot of people there. Yeah. Oh man, it was insane. It looked like I was. I remember like walking in the theater. It felt like I was walking to a concert. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone's getting out of their cars, walking towards the main <laughs> area, the main stage. Yeah, and that was Return of the King, right? I'm pretty that sure it was, it was either the second one or the third one. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember the uh, the first the first Lord of the Rings. I was pretty blown away by the Fellowship. I think that probably is my favorite one. Uh huh. And I had no idea the story at all. I went in completely blind. Yeah. Like I, you know, I don't know how old I was at the time. I want to say it came out in 2001. 2000, yeah, 2001, because it came out every year after that. So, mm. two was Two Towers, and three yep. was Return of the King. So, in 2001, I would have been uh, 14. Yeah. Yeah, I've been like 14. And So, imagine how old I, I was when I started watching this Yeah, movie. so you'd have been eight. Yeah. Or, I was pretty little. Right? Six? Yeah, I was pretty little. I was yeah. Like, my dad was pretty... Yeah, I had a pretty cool dad. Yeah, it was a pretty sweet dad. You took me to Lord of the Rings. But... I remember, I remember being in the uh, after the end of that movie. I didn't know that there were going to be three movies. <laughs> yeah. So at the end, I was I was so in it, but I like I lo- loved it. I was blown away. But it kind of just ends. It, it does. It does end. Well, I mean, it ends on a cliffhanger, basically. Yeah. And well, that's what made me upset when I first watched it. Yeah, and it didn't, I didn't have like a set. It didn't like settle anything. I didn't know that there were two other movies yeah. at all. So two, I walked out of the theater. Stories. Yeah, and I and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Like the yeah. people I was with, and they were just like, "What do you mean?" I was just like, "I what 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 do you mean? What do I mean? There's is there there more to the movie? Like I don't get it. They're like and they were like, "Oh, it's a trilogy, you idiot." I was like, "Oh." Oh, I didn't ex- know that. Oh, I'm excited for the second one. was like, though. these are like the most famous books of all time, you fucking idiot. And I was like, I didn't know. I had really mean friends. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they probably didn't do that. But but mine, the two, like there's been a lot, and honestly, I could probably go on for like a while about it. Um, seeing Infinity War, or not, sorry, not Infinity War, uh, Endgame, Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was only a couple years ago, but I saw it when I was on a road trip to meet some friends in Las Vegas, which is this really cool trip. Like the whole, like, you know, context of me seeing it was also cool. Like I was on like this vacation. I was driving to Vegas by myself to meet up with my friends. And on the way there, I stopped in uh, Arizona and Utah to go to like some of the national parks and stuff. And so there was this uh, town that I was staying in, in Utah. 
that was near like Zion National Park because that's where I was going the next day. Yeah. When Infinity War came out, or damn it, not Infinity War. Um, Stop saying that. I know. Endgame. Endgame. When Endgame came out, the second part of Infinity War. Yeah. Came out, and it was that night, and I like I was like I I really want to see it because I'm super scared that people are going to spoil it. Like yeah. I just I you got to get you, know, you got to get that you need to watch it before yeah and and like down. I and I knew that there were people that had like read the comics and stuff and maybe would have tried to spoil it but for some reason I was like I really got to see this so I went by myself in Utah and it was packed theater was completely full like and just thinking about it now in terms of COVID and like the pandemic and stuff it seems like it was years and years. I mean it was only t- it was two years ago but it was it seemed like forever forever ago, like yeah. a different lifetime yeah and just like a completely different time. And it was such a unique experience because that whole thing, we've talked about it before probably, but just the way they did that in like the 20-some movies leading up to it, it was more like the season finale of a TV show rather than a movie, you yeah. know? Like you just won't get that kind of experience, that kind of like weight to everything, like that much time with all the characters and just all this stuff culminating in this one giant movie. Yeah. Like that in itself is such a unique thing. And then just some of the moments you know, near the end, like when Cap picks up the hammer, you know, and says, you know, Avengers assemble and like, you know, I am Iron Man and like, he snaps the fingers. Like there was just all these moments and everyone was just cheering and freaking out. Like Spider-Man flew up when, you know, he's first reintroduced, everyone's Mm. freaking out and just like, you know, everyone's going wild, but like, you love it. Like, it's not like, uh, uh, you know, a disturbance, it's like you're caught up in it. And so you're cheering too, or you're feeling really excited too. Yeah. And I've had other moments like that in, in movies for sure over my life, but that was the most recent one that I can remember in current times. And, and it's sad. To, it, and I hope to God it's not true that this, that it's the last time I'll experience that. Oh, I hope no, that, no. I hope that's not true, I, but I want to, I want There's still, there's some movies that are showing only in theaters that I want to go see. Yeah. Like Definitely. that new Guy Ritchie movie? Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't know was but, a Guy Ritchie movie? Right. Um, well, oh, go ahead. Sorry, but I was going to say that the other one, like that one was really good. But then as far as another really unique experience was seeing the Jackass movie in theaters. The first one? As a kid. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, it was such a weird thing. I didn't really have like cable TV, so I didn't really know exactly yeah, what Jackass was. Or what the quality was going to be like. Uh, right, yeah. And I went really late on like a Friday night, like a nine o'clock showing. And I don't even really know how I got in the movie because I wasn't seven. I don't think I was 17 at the time. But maybe like I convinced my mom to buy my ticket or I looked old enough or my buddies bought it for me. I don't really know. But I know I went with three of my friends and in my hometown theater, which is this tiny fucking theater. Like, you know, not even on not near AMC level or anything like that. Yeah. But we packed into this place. It was like, felt like it was completely sold out watching this movie where these guys are like throwing or like, you know, yeah, doing this stuff, like yeah. doing the, you know, the yeah. derby, putting the car up his butt, yeah. you know, like doing all that shit, like the butt chug and Steve-O just doing stupid shit. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck is this? And at the time it was just so, weird and funny and crazy it was just insane like it like every single thing they did was just hilarious and just everyone in the theater was laughing and just Mm. freaking out and just like you know all of it just all the different skits that they did even if they're fucking stupid like johnny knoxville getting punched in the head in the store by butterbean or like whatever yeah it's a stupid fucking skit and it's not mm-hmm. really that funny but just like you get so caught up in the energy yeah of everyone else being like holy shit this fucking wacko movie that's just like exists yeah it exists and it's happening and what are we watching and you're just not used to seeing that type of movie in a theater yeah and so you know and so then when it escalates like the guy takes a shit in the toilet inside the hardware store like type of stuff like the gross shit started happening yeah and it's just like oh fuck this is crazy and then i've you know obviously the end was just hilarious like the ryan dunn scene of him having the car in his butt like yeah it was just that level of humor it, it seemed so like completely fresh and new and and just crazy off the wall that it just kind of blew our minds and it blew my mind and i remember like just laughing so hard that like my face hurt and like my whole body hurt just because if I felt like I was con- constantly laughing, just every single thing was funny. Yeah. 
And then everyone like marches out of the theater, like pours out into the lobby. Like they have this giant lobby, this big open area. And I feel like everyone just poured out into that lobby and didn't want to leave. Like they didn't want to like get in their cars and go home. Yeah, they just everyone was out there it. talking about it. Like, oh my god, I can't believe they did this, man. Oh shit, that's so funny. And just like all, and just how crazy the whole thing was. Yeah, and yeah, and it was just it was. I, I've never experienced anything quite like that before, where it was just an entire theater of people that were just really shocked and blown away by how funny something crazy and new could be. Because you watch it now, or you think about it now, and it's just like fucking YouTube and shit. That kind of stuff happens all the time. Like it's not, it's nothing now. Yeah. But back then, it was just completely new. It was just like what the fuck. Like it was just unheard of. Yeah. That these guys could go around with like digital video cameras and pull these pranks and and crazy things. Yeah. And like. I don't know. It was just so. I don't know. Anyway, this one wasn't like more about like the experience, but the movie. Watching the movie was like I've been dying for another one. Yeah, was Fury Road. I was like oh. I was dying. I was like oh, when they said they yes. were going to do another one. I was like, yeah. Oh my god, I got to see that movie. Yeah, and a lot of people went to go see it, and I was like, amped. I set the bar really high for myself. Oh, oh my god, the bar. And it met and it met the bar. I don't know how it did. Yeah. I was really worried that it, I was like I could picture this movie being really bad. Yes, but I loved it so much. Oh, I remember dude. leaving that movie and watching that movie in the theater and thinking, "I'm buying that one." I guess yes, <laughs> like, yeah. I have to have that in my life. Yeah, so that was like such a. I was like, I was like that might have been my favorite Mad Max movie. Like yeah. I love, I love Road Warrior. I love Road oh, Warrior, dude. But this one made the this basically that movie is like all the good scenes from Road Warrior. It's yeah. like thrown into Fury Road. It's like concentrated into this. Yeah. And yeah. It it is it, it's yeah, no, I I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, that is that, that was, was a, an insane like experience to see that movie. Because yeah, but that was the thing with me is Road Warrior is one of my favorite movies ever, like hands down. And when I I don't think a movie to date well I would say that the bar has maybe been set as high for other things, but it's never been met or surpassed like that movie. Yeah, did. I was really. Sick. I that, think I think the, you the put last it really one was well. ever. The last time was, was like what thirty the 90s? years ago. Yeah, and this guy, same director, comes yeah. back and fucking knocks it out of the park again. It's incredible. Yeah, you fucking crazy bastard! Like, how the fuck did you do that? <laughs> How'd you do, How'd you do yeah. that? Yeah. Well, I I mean I don't know. I mean we could deconstruct Mad Max Fury Road and I'd yeah, to, and they're but... supposed to be making other ones too. They're supposed to be doing another like trilogy. Uh, when I, mean, that, I remember when that one came out, they already had a title for the the next one, but I yeah. don't know if that one was ever talked about. If if that's even going to happen, still. Yeah. What's your fantasy pitch for the best summer blockbuster? Like my story. Mm-hmm. Okay, I did. I did have something. What's There's your a, idea? So I, when I was younger, I wrote like a bunch of. I don't like write the stories. I just wrote concepts down. Yeah. And I had this one. I couldn't remember what I named it. I think it was just like something boring, like Messenger or something like that. It's like a in like a war torn, like United States, like far in the future. Yeah. So a dystopian United States. Yeah. So it's like, like you know, like what Europe looked like in World War Two. That's like yeah, what the United States looks like. And whatever country or bad guy that's like taking over the United States. Has like this technology that prevents the military or any like revolution Americans from like communicating with like technology, like j- like jammers and stuff like okay. that. So they have to go like an old school way of like passing messages along. Ah, and uh, they have like these people that take coded messages behind enemy lines to take it over, and they know like. How to survive? They can like run consistently, yeah, and they like can do like parkour and shit. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, shit yeah. like that. They definitely would in this movie. Yeah, in this yeah. movie, they know parkour. Yeah, oh yeah. Opens up on our main guy just finish coming in, finishing up, dropping off a message, and so he's like, like, okay, thanks for the message, and he's like in like an area that's where he's just like kind of chilling out, replenishing his all his stuff before he has to like go run out again. So he's just like resting. Yeah. And the base that he gets to is there's like another messenger coming in, but he's like like double crossing them. Yeah. And it causes like this whole chaos that happened in this base that he 
just got there and there's because there's something at the space that he delivered a message to that has like important documents mm-hmm. that's that could that could like destroy the 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 messenger jamming sh- shit yeah so they give it to the main character before the whole base gets like taken over and he runs out to go across the United States to another another uh group yeah to deliver the message um so it can be protected and the bad guys know that they someone just left with yeah. that so they have like these people the bad guys have these like people that hunt messengers down mm-hmm. so they like send out like one guy yes. to go after them and that one guy like has like a group of people that he kind of tags along that tag along and he had, like he's ahead of like a group, but he's like the main hunter. He's yeah. like the tracker, but he just has buddies that help him out. Nice. So that's my pitch. Dang. I mean, that's like a horrible pit. Like I would, I probably would be like more. <laughs> well, but like that's that like a story a, concept. That wasn't a pitch. That was you're telling me the whole concept. Yeah. 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 Which is that's good. Yeah. So that was my story. So who would you? Who I had like a, that was a dream I had once. Yeah. Yeah. It was a cool dream, and I wrote it down when I woke up. It's kind of a mixture of like a. It's a mixture of a lot of things. When you were when you were talking to me about it, I was picturing uh for some reason I was picturing Judge Dredd. Yeah. Like the part when they're banished. Yeah. And he's like just out in like the wasteland or yeah. whatever. But then there's like the cities are like these different things. Mm-hmm. Like just like what it would be to travel between them mm-hmm. and all of that. So yeah, it's like it'll be like Rubbled cities and like yeah. open plains and all this stuff. Any, um, and the the final fight would be in like a city skyscraper. Yeah, and like all the like I had like all this like you know that scene in James Bond where they're fighting in the construction site or they're like chasing each other in the construction site. Yeah, I think Casino Royale in Casino Royale. Yeah, um, that scene would almost be like that, but add like some fighting between like people yeah, in it. like a climactic. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be like very, it's like very physical oriented action. Dang. Like like a Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With some like parkour from that movie. District, District 13, if you've ever seen yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember so I think, that. I think I might have watched a lot of parkour things and I had a extreme <laughs> and I just like that. I still think parkour is cool and I think that's kind of like yeah, weird that you don't impressive. see that a lot in movies yeah. still. You yeah. still don't see that a lot in movies. Which yeah. I think is like so cool. It's it's impressive because it was like parkour started getting like recognized in like movies yeah. very slowly, and then it just kind of went away. Because even Die Hard, the fourth one, even had like a parkour guy in it. Yeah, yeah. Who was actually in District? He was one of the main characters in District Thirteen. Yeah. <coughs> so what's your what's your Excuse pitch? Me. <clears throat> um. Oh well. Before before we move on to mine, oh. who who are you thinking cast wise? Oh, I don't know. I would I would rather I probably would pick someone that would be good at parkour. To do, I don't their, think to do their own stunts yeah, and stuff, yeah, like a like a Tony Jaa, yeah, or something like that, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it would have to be like an American, yeah, because it's in do the United it. States. So I want to like really hammer in like that's true that they're in America. They're, they're I mean, I guess this story could be used in any place. I guess it's, the, it's just I pictured in the United. But States. But it would be cool to see like the dilapidated United States landmarks. Yeah, and like things like that, or yeah. just areas that you would be recognized. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's you know, um, that makes sense. Yeah. What? And so you wouldn't call it the messenger? I could be called the messenger. I mean, it's or the postman. It's, yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like that. I was thinking of that too, but I don't think that is exactly the same. I don't know. Postman. Either way, postman's old enough now. You can reboot it. Yeah. Or you know, not reboot it, but. Because that's kind of like a, a dystopian movie, where he like passes messages. Make a movie that borrows that, yeah. it, even if it does. I don't even, I'm not even yeah. sure it does. In my, I, I don't know. I can't remember exactly what yeah. those mean. Yeah. Well, that, well, that goes Well, mine would be like, I w- it's almost like I'm picturing, like, imagine like the grittiness of Terminator Salvation. Ooh. Oh, that's yeah. Like what I'm that's, picturing. A good, that's a good example. That's like how I pictured my, my okay. movie. It's like, it's as gritty and everyone kind of looks like they're in that movie te- Terminator Salvation. Yeah. No, I get, I get yeah. that. Like that's the setting, except picture, minus the robots. Except Kyle Reese is more athletic and can do parkour. Exactly, and is trying to. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, my pitch was stupider than that because <laughs> that's like a real legitimate that. idea. Um, 
my pitch was to <laughs> all right so this <laughs> I, I don't have a title for it but this is my this is my idea for a big action blockbuster movie is a group of astronauts yeah. on the international space station <laughs> yeah of all varying uh races and creeds and all these things yeah we just get a total like rainbow of people yep in like a five or six person group whatever it might be yeah uh are kidnapped by aliens what that come in and force them to enter a competition to show off their species ability to dance <laughs> I was like, the, where's this going? or the world will be destroyed oh no and so this group this ragtag group of people yeah have to come up with a way a way <clears throat> three two one this ragtag group of people sorry <laughs> <laughs> my voice broke earlier this ragtag group of people have to come up with a way to win this dance competition in like a certain amount of days. Okay. And none of them know how to none dance. dance. Oh. None of them know. And so the crux of the movie or the, the main plot of the movie. Yeah. Is that they go to people in the world. Yeah. And try to find dancers. Yeah. And things like that. And teach them how to dance through like a telecommunicator. Yeah. Or like a phone. Yeah. Like for some reason, one of them has a phone. Yeah. And it works. Okay. And so they can do that. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to capitalize on here is TikTok. Okay. Okay. Um, it, it, it's it's a pretty veiled thing. Like I get it. <laughs> but if we're trying to bring the people in, we're trying to make money. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, is the way yeah. to do it. So a TikTok produced movie. A TikTok produced movie about aliens that force people to dance or they're going to destroy their planets. Yeah. So we hit a lot of things here. Yeah. We hit, you know, and uh, well, with well, the social media crowd. We get the, the social con- media crowd. <laughs> we get the, we get the, ali- the, the sci-fi, sci-fi people. nerds, you know, that get itching for some Star some Wars like action, you know, music kind lovers. Of thing. Yeah. Uh, Rick and Morty fans will probably go and be like, hey, you're kind of ripping off the plot of that one episode, sort of, <laughs> you know, and I am, I'm not, you know, I'm not ashamed of that. Um, but then... That's the, how you should open your pitch. It's like, you know that episode of Rick and Morty? <laughs> you know, imagine <laughs> that as a movie. Imagine that as a movie, and instead of a song, it's a dance. Yeah. And they have to choreograph it. And you've ever heard of the app TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> have you heard of it? As you're talking, as so. you're talking to the TikTok like yeah. people, <laughs> have you like behind you is a giant sign that says TikTok. <laughs> you heard of TikTok? Um, they have the, a whole yeah. beef with China. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a big or, deal. Or read, we have a whole beef with China. Read a book, okay, or or a TikTok. Um, but anyway, so so we can even have like right now like TikTok YouTube stars mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. Or like have little cameos to like teach them choreographed dance moves, and we could do it for other countries, Whoa. like their TikTok or whatever they have that's equivalent to TikTok. It probably mm. is TikTok. It probably let's is be honest. Like a Brazilian TikTok dancer, or a Chinese one, or yeah. a, you know Nigerian one, yeah. or whatever it is, Indian one, and and. We'd have that section too, and yep. then like we'd have you know one representation from you know, or try to try to get a, a decent mix, but not like a ton of people because we want the cast to be yeah. We don't like is. everybody. We don't like everyone. Okay, <laughs> we only like the people I've already named. <laughs> everyone else could fuck off. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, and so then that's the like the plot of the movie, and then we'll have like a surrogate audience, like we'll have like. Maybe some of the family members or like little kids, like "Daddy, I know this dancer." What? The t- what? Like I don't oh, know. We're actually getting like TikTok stars to star in a movie. Yeah, like I don't know one single TikTok star, but I'm sure they're out there, and I'm sure, sure that they, they would have enough followers that they'd be like, "I'm gonna go watch this movie that Terry TikTok is in." <laughs> Terry TikTok. If there's know. not a Terry TikTok, there needs to be. 
Terry TikTok. That's t- like Terry Cruz's. TikTok Terry. TikTok Terry. Is um but anyways so like so you're gonna his, flexing his pecs yeah so you're gonna rake in all the big bucks there then we get like like the heavy hitters like we get fucking like Denzel to play the president or some shit mm-hmm. something awesome yeah then we get like because his last name's Washington is it, yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's just playing himself as the president <laughs> Denzel yeah. Washington was the president um. You want to live for you want to live up to your last name. Yeah, <laughs> be president. Yeah. Um, and then we, you know, and then the casting. I mean, well, you said George. You said George Washington. Yeah, yeah, Denzel Washington. We got, so. you got Denzel. I mean, we could throw in. You got Terry TikTok. I got Terry TikTok. <laughs> Terry. Uh, TikTok Terry in there. That's what we we'll call it. TikTok we got Terry. Terry TikTok and TikTok Terry. <laughs> They're twins. Don't get him confused. Yeah. They hate that. <laughs> um but yeah. I would was, hate those twins if they like yeah. that was the biggest pet peeve is like people confusing them. I was right. like, you guys look fucking the same. Yeah, you do. You guys put like a one or two on your forehead. Yeah. Or on your shirt, whatever <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do it on your forehead. Megan the stallions in it too, because she's Fuck big on yeah. TikTok. Well, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. She teaches everyone how to twerk. Fuck yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. And then it can just be a weird amalgam of all these other cultures' dances and then, like, American culture dancing. Yeah. So it's like it's got, like, a bring-it-on element. Ooh. It's got, like, a, you know, a Rick and Morty element. It's got a TikTok Terry element. <laughs> you ever seen Bring It On? <laughs> you ever seen Rick and Morty? Combine. You want to see their love child? Yeah, combine the two. <laughs> Put it in space. Yeah. You ever heard of uh, TikTok Terry? Yeah. Well, you're about to see him star yeah, in this movie about, called... Um, the movie's called TikTok Terry. It has to be. <laughs> and then, and the poster will be three T's, like no suit, <laughs> like a set of ID four. Yeah, three T T T T three T three T T squared T cubed T cubed. Uh, yeah, that's that's my idea for a for a summer blockbuster. Yeah, that wasn't for, as good as mine. But it wasn't as good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yours is actually like a, a legit like, one. We should just write that script. Yeah. Yeah, if anyone steals that fucking idea, well, you had yeah, you copy- heard it here first. Yeah, copyright. Copyright. I don't know. Is that what you do? <laughs> yeah, you just say copyright. Copyright. Yeah, copyright. Copyright. Help C with me. the circle. Copyright. Or the uh, T with the circle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> TM, That's I mean. trademark. Trademark. TM, TM. All right, the last question I have, and we've had a bunch of uh, questions here. What would you say is your favorite episode that we've done? Probably, probably the Showgirls episode. So, I think that might be mine too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe when we watch Trimmers Four, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we never released, we never that, released that. But I think no Showgirls would probably be. Yeah, that was very spontaneous. It was. Watching License to Drive was fun too. Yes. Yes. That one was good. Yeah. That one fifteen minute segment of of uh Action Jackson. Action Jackson was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> That's probably No, but I would have to say Showgirls was probably my favorite episode. That one that one was a really good one. And yeah. it was the it was a pioneer. Yeah. No, I mean it was it's the first it's, of it's changed our you know, dynamic some of our, of our show. Yeah. Um that one was we a have one. we have some movies we want to watch. Yeah. For with that concept still. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Going on. Yeah. Um and streaming services are adding a lot of good movies recently. They are. They Not are. just HBO, Netflix too and Amazon. I, yeah, that one that one is is probably maybe my number one cuz that's what I was thinking before I asked you that question. Um I still I still really liked doing the tussle with Russell mm. back then. That was really fun. Um, the Forrest Gump, Gump 2020. Oh, yeah, that was pretty I good. I thought that was just a, that was such a great concept. Yeah. That he came up with, and I, I still think it's good. Yeah. And like, and, and, it, and you can still kind of talk about it as the years go on. Or, yeah. You know, it's like, like that's something that I'll think about 
in life like regardless of whatever like down the road mm. like when i'm like 50 or 60 i'm gonna be like you know if they made forrest gump today like what would it be <laughs> yeah what would it be like you know um or what if they made it in india what would that be like yeah right and they, well we'll, we'll, we'll know soon hopefully hopefully um but yeah if india survives yeah exactly that's that's a tough that's a tough topic. <laughs> I know. I just like. I was. Just, I was just like. I was like. Whoa! I totally that, like. That's the mood. a tough topic. Let's for rewind. TikTok Terry. Well, there you have it, folks. That was our our second mailbag uh, for the old five zero fifty episodes. It's Woo! Hard. Yeah. We've come a long way in our 50 episodes now, and we have to give a special shout out to Rick Bever, Gladys Nuvering, Sven Funflower, Casey Blunt, Bladen Gleek. I'm trying to think of all the Which fake qu- names. Did he send you a question? No, I'm just saying in general. Like, oh, okay. The whole show. Oh, okay. In our 50 episodes. I was like, in Glenton? Or <laughs> Blunt? <laughs> what was his name? Ben? Sven. Sven? Uh, gunpowder? Sven Sven Gunpowder. Who else, who else have we given fake names to? I don't know. To those people, you know who you are. And to anyone else whose name that we haven't come up with a fake name for yet. It's not important enough. Uh, it's not important. <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck. You guys suck. But to those people and our other friends and family who have supported the show and and listened and given us ideas and feedback and all those things, thank you very much. And we hope that we will hear more from those people as well as new listeners. And you can reach out to us on Instagram at Rewrites Podcast or email us at heyrewritethis at gmail.com as always. Well, thank you everybody for listening. I've been Nathan. And I've been Jacob. And we'll see you later. So come on down to Rewrites and hell, what are you